Have you ever met a kid that's just way too smart? That was me. My earliest childhood memory is actually the time that I unlocked my babysitter's door because I woke up in a house that wasn't mine. And when I went to the playground for the first time, I refused to play in the jungle gym because I really was obsessed with examining the grass. Why is it so green? Don't know. <laughs> and my love of learning kind of continued throughout my entire life. And as I got older, I started wanting to know more and learn more and see more of the world. But at the same time that I was loving learning, there was this other feeling that was slowly creeping in behind it. And it was this overwhelming sadness that didn't really have a rhyme or reason. Keep in mind, at the time, I am a child, about 10. This is around the time that I started having nightmares about global warming for two and a half months. I feel really bad for my mom now because I don't know what I would do if I had a 10-year-old who's crying about the ozone layer slowly depleting, <laughs> but that's what she had to deal with with me. Well, that dark sadness that I kind of carried around never really went away. And finally, when I was about 16, it got so big and so heavy that even my mom could see it. And so we went to the doctor and I answered a bunch of questions on a form and it turns out I had depression. How about that? So once you find out that you have depression, there's many things you can do. Luckily, I had options to go see a doctor and get medicated and do therapy. And it's really hard to sum up two years of therapy. Um, mostly, I learned how to let go of things and that just because I learned all this information didn't mean I had to carry it around with me and solve all the world's problems. Well, I was in school and going to therapy and getting better all the way up until graduation. And then suddenly my life was drastically changing. I thought that I no longer had insurance, so I was no longer taking medication. I was no longer going to therapy. I had decided at this point that I was done with academia and I was no longer interested in going to college. Now I grew up in Eagle River, which is interesting. <laughs> and when I graduated, I didn't have a car, so my options for work were really limited. So what I ended up doing was getting a job at a grocery store about a 20-minute walk from my house. So every day for nine months, I'd wake up, go to work, get home from work, go to bed, get up and go to work. And I just did that over and over and over and over. And it got old really fast. And I didn't realize it then, but I wasn't really doing anything different. I wasn't learning anything. Nothing was really changing in my life. And so that sadness that I had carried around when I was younger slowly started creeping back. And of course, it's Alaska, so it's getting dark and it's winter time, and that's not helping at all. And one day in February, it's cold and dark, and who knows why, but I am sobbing uncontrollably. 
And I'm just crying and crying and crying and I don't know why and I don't have an answer for why I feel the way I do. And at 18 years old, I decide that I'm gonna kill myself. So I open the door of my bedroom and directly across from my room is my parents' room. The door is closed, but I can hear the TV on in the background. I walk past the stairs that lead downstairs to where my brother has the TV on and he's laughing at whatever is so hilarious. And I make my way into the kitchen. No one else is upstairs in there at this point and head for the butcher's block. So then I have this knife in my hand and I'm holding my wrist out and I'm looking between the two of them. And I don't have any thoughts in my head at the point. It's just real, real quiet. And the first thought that really comes to me in this moment is one, this is really gonna hurt. And two, it's gonna make a really big mess. And when I'm thinking about the mess, the thing that bothers me about the mess isn't the mess itself. It's the fact that someone in my house is gonna have to see it. And I'm thinking, who's gonna clean this up? Who's gonna find me? And so in that moment, I step away and put the knife down, go back into my room, start crying again because I couldn't even kill myself. And I'm thinking, what the fuck am I gonna do? I'm out of options. And something in me was like, what's one thing that you've always loved? And I thought about how when I was in high school, before I had decided that I no longer wanted to go to college, I had this idea that I would be a psychologist and I would help other kids like me. So I'm sitting in my room on my computer, actively sobbing while I open up UAA.com and go to admissions and click on it. And it's like, here, welcome to UAA. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna go. And so I registered for college that night and it was just the beginning of a really long and difficult process. See, my parents are high school sweethearts from Patterson, New Jersey, who got out of Patterson, New Jersey, thanks to the Air Force. So neither of them had any experience with college, how to get into college, how to pay for college. So I really had to do this entire process alone. And that was really daunting for someone who felt alone all the time because of depression. But something within me refused to give up on the idea that I could accomplish this one thing. And maybe it was the fact that it was the one thing that I had thought about in the darkest, lowest moment of my life. And so I did it all by myself. I applied for FAFSA. I had to ask my parents about taxes, which I barely knew about. And I eventually ended up going to UAA. And I learned a lot of really important stuff about myself while I was there. That my love for learning really flourished in a college environment because you can take any class you want. You can do whatever the hell you want. There's a walking class at UAA. 
You guys are laughing, but I'm serious. There's a walking class. I thought about taking it, but I'm not going to pay $500 to walk around. <sighs> so first day of school comes, and I get on the bus, ride to school, do the first day, do my thing. And now I'm graduating in December with a bachelor's degree in journalism. And when I look back on that time now, I think about how young me, who was in the thick of her depression, thought that I was weak and powerless and had no control over my life. And actually, this was the one moment where I took the most control over my life in my entire life. And I came out of it stronger and learned how strong I am on the inside. <laughs>